Hello, welcome to today's immigration tidbit. Well, there's lots of different immigration petitions which you can do an inquiry on. And there's lots of different government agencies of which those particular inquiries need to be made. So, for example, you could have an I-130 that's been pending forever. And, of course, that uh, inquiry... Um, would be adjudicated, uh, you know, by, you know, USCIS, the uh, local division uh, where it is. And then, of course, it depends if the I-130 and I-45 were filed simultaneously, uh, of which inquiries are different. Um, it would depend on if it's an employment-based petition for the green card. Um, you know, all of these have different agencies. So, for example, if it's a, if it's a perm, you know, that uh, is at Department of Labor. Uh, if you're talking about uh, a FOIA, um, you know, that that's a copy of your immigration file. Are you requesting a copy of the immigration file uh, from USCIS? Are you requesting it from BALCA, from Board of Immigration Appeals, from Department of State? Uh, so the, the point I'm trying to make here is that with immigration law, you know, it being an administrative agency and full of red tape, finding where you need to do something is half the battle. Okay, uh, so the, if I were giving you a consultation, I would first determine um, what it is that you're applying for uh, to narrow down where I would need to do the inquiry, and then I would inquire as to the status, at least what you've done so far, what you've received, and so forth, uh, to further narrow down where to do it. Now, uh, you know, there are different ways. Let's say you, you finally find out where to go. The procedures for each particular place, as for the inquiry, is different. And if you have an attorney, it's different, because we, uh, many times will have an attorney uh, ability to do an attorney inquiry, which goes to a different location. Um, the The fact is, is that even if you, you know, magically find out tomorrow exactly where to go and how to do it, they're probably going to tell you the same thing, which they tell 99% of the people that go, we're still processing it. Uh, it's in administrative uh, waiting and we'll get back to you as soon as we can, okay? Which is basically a non-answer, okay? It, it, it's to get you off the phone or to get you away from the window and to get the next person up. I mean, the reality of doing that, of just blowing people off with, you know, baloney answers like that, is that you're going to come back. It's not like, it's not like you know, you're going to forget that you have something pending after you get one inquiry and get a non-answer and then everything's hunky-dory. So <clears throat> the officer who gives that answer, as far as they're concerned, they got you to walk away from the window on that particular day at that time. And, you know, they've accomplished their goal. So, you know, when my office does a formal inquiry, we attempt to get a real answer. OK, what is really going on? Why is it really taking this long? And probably you know, 50 to 75% of the time, we don't get a real answer. And 
We then let them know that we are intending, and assuming this is an appropriate case, we are intending on preparing and filing a writ of mandate, which is basically a you know document a filing, you know pleadings that go to the uh, federal court in an attempt to order immigration to make a decision. Now, obviously, if there's not a good chance of success with your case, we're not going to do a writ of mandate. You know, if it's a, let's just say it's an employment petition and they're looking for an engineer and you're waiting for a decision and after reviewing your case, it looks like you don't have the necessary qualifications, it will certainly get denied. We don't want to rush that along if you have other forms that you can apply for. Um, you know, or, you know, if it's a marriage petition and you knew each other, you know, eight days before you got married uh, and you're not living together, you know, if, if there's not a clear case, you don't do a writ of mandate because they'll make a decision for you. They'll make a real quick decision. And they'll just say no. So that's the procedure we use. Find out where the inquiry is. Determine the procedures for doing an inquiry. Calendar it for a real answer. Then, if you don't get it, file what's necessary for a writ of mandate. First, send them a letter. Tell them in 10 days you're going to file a writ of mandate if they don't properly answer you, which I can tell you 99% of those letters don't get answered, but at least you're making a good faith effort, which you have to show when filing a writ of mandate. Uh, and then, you know, you, you file the writ of mandate, and I can tell you on the other end of it, over my 30-some years of practicing, Nearly every writ of mandate I've ever filed has not had to go in front of the judge. We've settled before then because a U.S. attorney doesn't want to get in front of a judge and go, well, your judge, your honor, I, I understand that it's taken two and a half years to adjudicate this thing that should take six minutes, but we just need a little more time. They just can't do that with a straight face. So that's why most of these settle, but you know, it takes a lot of leverage, a lot of time and a lot of work to get to that point. And hopefully an inquiry by itself will work. Sometimes it actually does. Okay. Um, so there you go. Short cast club.